found your home for real sports talk for real sports fans. 1700 KBGG. All right, good afternoon, everybody, and welcome to another week's worth of uh, the Ken Miller Show here on 1700 KBGG, along with Trent Condon. We will talk sports with you up until 2 o'clock and localize it as best as we can. Lots to get to off a uh, huge weekend in the world of sports. We'll talk a lot of college basketball. We will recap uh, Iowa State's win over a top 10 Texas Tech team uh, as they made their way to Hilton Coliseum and Iowa State, who was embarrassed uh, last time they were on the floor in Fort Worth. TCU had their way with them. They put themselves up off the floor, dusted themselves off, and played a hell of a basketball game. And right back in action tonight as they uh, will tip off in Austin uh, at 6 o'clock. ESPNU has the uh, television for that one. Dylan Montz will be here at 1240. Uh, he was at Hilton over the weekend to see the uh, Texas Tech win. We will discuss that with him and preview tonight's game and look forward to doing so with Dylan. We will talk uh, a lot. We've got Rick Brown coming up about one thirty. We're going to, of course, Rick wrote the Chris Street book, Emotion in Motion, that was released uh, oh, about a week ago now. And we uh, will talk to Rick about, well, just, uh, you know, help us out. What is it, how does a guy write a book, right? I want to pick Rick's brain on, you just sit down and start writing till it's over. Um, we'll do that. We'll recap the weekend. Just a remarkable celebration. Uh, if you want to call it that, and I think um, a lot of Hawkeye fans would, of the 25th anniversary of the tragic fashion of passing of Chris Street's death. But we will uh, talk about, um, you know, the, the ceremony, all the former players, teammates that showed up, and, of course, Tom Davis. Uh, and then we'll get into the football. And we'll start with football. But just real quick, one thing. The picture in the Des Moines Register of uh, Chris Street's mom, Patty, um, putting her hand on, on, on Dr. Tom Davis mm-hmm. on, the, on the Hawkeye bench. Boy, if that didn't sum up the weekend and the emotions uh, at halftime uh, at Carver. What what a great, great photo. It was, uh, I, I think it shows you, and it's something that I know I've heard a lot of, and I'm sure you have as well. The passing of Chris Street took a lot out of Dr. Tom. You know, the, the way that her, he persevered through that time, kept him afloat during that rest of that season, mm-hmm. but... But afterwards, and, and, you know, we heard the stories, recruiting wasn't the same. It took energy out of Dr. Tom. I, I've talked to him about that, and, and you could tell the impact that it made. And then the run that, is, the, the run that they put together and yes. what we, we, he already knew was going to be his final yeah. year at Iowa. I remember we were on the air. We were doing mornings, and there was, there was, there was a lot of uh, – there were a lot of phone calls about, um, you know, let's, let's – is is it too late? Can we do something to, you know, to keep him? Have we made the right decision? Is is there a redo here? Do you remember that time? I do, absolutely. And though Bowlesby had his man in Alford, we found out mm-hmm. months before and even before the Sweet 16 run by Southwest Missouri State. Yeah, it was, uh, maybe we did this one wrong. Yeah, and I remember it well. You know, I, I talked to, I had Rick on during uh, the drive time show last week on Friday you know, he brought up that Chris Street was the uh, the student that took Rafe LaFrenz around campus. Could have that been different? Yeah. And and if, if Rafe would have went to Iowa. Would that have been different? That would have been different. Yeah. That leads into Nick Collison. Now, right. we know the other guy from the other side of the state, Heinrich. Yeah, he wasn't coming. He wasn't going to Iowa. Right. But Collison, I still remember a news story. I think it was Channel 7 over in Eastern Iowa, Waterloo Station, 
when Alford got the job, and there were rumblings up in, in Iowa Falls area that maybe he was going to try to get out of his letter intent to stay home and play for Steve Alford. See, I don't remember that. Is that, that right? There, huh? there were rumblings about that at the time. Now, it was maybe just an Iowa Falls rumor that ended up on the mm-hmm. news station in Waterloo, but there were those kind of talks. Could that happen? But if Rafe LaFriend shows up and Collison shows up and suddenly Iowa basketball is different and there is no Steve Alford and there is no Pierre Pierce and there is a completely different realm over the last 25 years. Crazy no Todd Licklay. Yeah, it really is a lot of dominoes. Uh, well, so we'll do that, and we uh, look forward to having Rick Brown on about one thirty. We will go inside the numbers. We'll hit the Las Vegas pickup uh, with Jason Symbol, CG Technology. Uh, do that about one fifteen. The Super Bowl number is out. The matchup is set. Ah, boy, oh boy. I don't know where uh, you were yesterday, folks, as far as who you were rooting for in the early game. I think like most of the country, you were probably like me, uh, that thought, you know what, um, th- finally, this 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 dominance uh, of the New England Patriots, lo and behold, is Blake Bortles going to be the one to prevent the New England Patriots from going back to the Super Bowl, a place that they haven't been since all the way back in 2017? For the longest time, it looked as though that was going to be the case. But, you know, when you have the lead that you do and you're playing against a team that's been there, done that in the past, uh, I thought, Trent, that Jacksonville, in the second half in particular, got a little bit conservative. There were opportunities. I mean, I don't know how many times, how many uh, possessions in a row when they got the ball back the first down was a Leonard Fournette uh, in the A-gap run. It seemed like there were three consecutive three-and-outs that they just essentially gave up a down uh, to, in order to run some clock. And every, I mean, the, the Patriots are stacking the box. What are they going to do? They're going to try and make Blake Bortles beat them, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and, and Fournette, who'd done some damage earlier, just the second half they just clamped down on him and his rushing yards and his uh, the room that was there in the first half was quickly gone. So it makes sense to do that, right? Yes, Make, absolutely. But Bortles, after a couple shaky throws early on, he was good. No, he, he, he was not the reason that they lost the no, football game no. yesterday. Absolutely not. And, and I was with you. There, there were t- now a Did couple of them. Did it feel at any point that, that Jacksonville's going to win the game? Yes, sure did yes. To me. Yeah, I, I felt that. I really did. But a couple of those, was it six and a half minutes left? Something like that. They had a first down. Well, the third and 18 killed them. I yes, mean, that, yes. that was as big a play as you're going but they, to see. But they had it. They'd run it a couple of times. And it, it felt like to me, this is your play action. This is your slip Cole in on the, on the weak side, you know, it's got the speed. Have Hearns go. Somebody. Well, those crosses were working, too. They were. Yeah. They were. But but to take your shot, to take your shot on first and 10 when everybody's selling out instead for the of, run. Instead of turning around and hand the yes. ball off to Fournette. Yes. And I understood, I understood it for a lot of the time, but... At least, say it might have been three drives. One of those three. Loosen got, up the defense you a little bit. Take a shot. Yes. Tight end up a seam. Mm-hmm. Just a guy running a fly pad, whatever it is. And they never took their shot. And, well, here we are today. Mm. The 10th Super Bowl for the New England it, Patriots. It's an amazing run. I mean, you have to tip your cap, but good God, we're sick of it. We are so sick of it. It's time that this team goes away. The ineptitude of this it. organization growing up. Now, they made the Super Bowl in '85. Mm-hmm. Got, got crushed, but yeah, got crushed. But came back in '97. Got beat by the Packers. It, it was a laughing stock. They you were. Know, they were. They're moving. They're leaving. Mm-hmm. They're not going to be there anymore. It Nobody was Steve wants Grogan them. Steve and a bunch of who? An awful stadium. An awful organization. Yes. And here we are. 
now 10 Super Bowl, eight Super Bowls. It's amazing. With Brady and Belichick. Yeah. And you know what? It's um, you, you just wonder. And I think Boston fans are going to travel to this game. I really do. I don't. And, and here's why. Like, when they see Matt Patricia going to Detroit, when they see Josh McDaniel making a run for Indianapolis, when they see some of their, uh, I think it's their special teams coach, his name escapes me, who's apparently in the mix in Arizona, we saw leading up to it the rift, the schism that potentially is out there between Kraft, Mm -hmm. between Belichick and Brady. I mean, it can't go on forever, and I know we seem like we've been seemingly saying this for years, until this point it has, um, but it just feels like maybe, maybe, just maybe, that this will be the last opportunity for Patriots fans to to see their team together one more time. So I think they're going to snap up these tickets, Trent. I really, I don't yep. think there's Patriots fatigue amongst their fan base. Shouldn't be. I mean, because well, you know how quickly it can fade, and and it could go back the other way. And you're right. This might be our last run. This is the last time through that. How we know this organization? You know, the other thing is. There were murmurs, rumblings up in Minneapolis from business people. That didn't want the the Vikings in it? Didn't want the Vikings there. Wow, yeah, you understand. They're not going to buy, they're not going to take space in restaurant. They're not going to take hotel rooms. Hotel rooms. I saw one last night, by the way, a Ramada Inn that I think goes for a, was it a Ramada? A hundred bucks a night normally. Sure. $685. Three, three day night, min, three, three night, night minimum, minimum. minimum. Yeah, yeah. six eighty five for the. And, and now that those rooms, I mean, there were going to be some vacancies, right? I mean, yes, one team yes. was not going to have to travel. One team's mm-hmm. fan base was not going to have to travel. So I think it worked out there. It certainly worked out well for the NFL that the that it is the Patriots and not Jacksonville. Yes, um, yes. But look, Gronk goes out, Amendola steps up, right? Mm-hmm. It's just it's just one unheralded Patriot after another in this incredible run that we're sure they've got Tom Brady and sure they've got a, 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 a handful of good players, yeah. but it's guys year after year that have been cut. James Harrison, look at the play he made late in the football game uh, last night. He's a perfect example of this. Castoffs get to New England, and I don't know what where the fountain of youth is in the building, but it's flowing, Trent, and they seem to get better and have one more run in them, and here we go again. Yes, and it's just a multitude of different pieces, different guys they can throw out. Chris Hogan, you know, that was a big story last year, and he's mm-hmm. out there. He can continues to make plays. Gilmore. Rex, Rex Burkhead. Yeah. I mean, just a cast Who was off. lost in Cincinnati. And what did he have this year? Eight, nine touchdowns? He had a bunch. Like that? He had a bunch. Deion Lewis is a nice running back, but you know he what? He's a nice running back, too. Yeah, he, he'll get a contract somewhere yeah. else and yeah. whenever his contract's up, and... Probably won't be very good. Yeah. How it's about just... Gilmore's play at the end? You know what? Blake oh, Bortles so wasn't awful, Trent. The, no. Blake Bortles no. was, I think he exceeded everybody's expectation in that football game. The two losing quarterbacks will get, because they're the quarterback, they'll, mm-hmm. they'll get some negativity. Bortles was better than Keenum yesterday. And, and Keenum, that was not the reason that the Vikings lost. No. They're, but they're, they got carved up. The, that, de- the defense stunk. That Mike all-time defense, defense yeah. got carved up. Right. In same thing, Bortles... He did enough. Yes. He did enough. That pass that Gilmore hung oh. in the air forever to knock away on that fourth down play. When he jumped, there's no way he's getting that ball. No. And in it was right time. on the money, Trent. That yeah. pass was right was there. Yeah. It was perfect. Um, yeah, but I, th- I thought they had him. I thought Jacksonville, I said all week long, had a legitimate chance mm-hmm. to pick him off. And I certainly felt like that through most of the football I didn't buy game. I, I didn't buy it. But when it started up, they got going. And mm-hmm. it, you, you, I'm sure, watch more. 
Jaguar just because you're, well, you also have time to sit in front of your TV for 11 straight hours on a Sunday. That's true. When I do get my NFL time, I'm not really locked in on Jackson. No. You know, and I, and I knew. Did uh, they have a prime? They must have had. Everybody gets a prime time. It's right. Normally but I probably didn't watch much no. of it. It's probably against Tennessee. There, and, there was no Sunday night or Monday no, night, I wouldn't no. think, for Jacksonville. So I, I just, I knew they were talented. Mm-hmm. You know, I knew Ramsey was really good. That was easy. Right. I didn't realize how good they were on the other side, though. Boy, yeah. Yeah. I, Who didn't have his best game yesterday? Paul Puzleski's a name I knew. Yeah. He's still all right. Been around a long time. But, I, I mean, I remember back from college, boy, I didn't realize just what he turned into in the mm-hmm. NFL. And then on the other side was Smith. I mean, he's just a gazelle out there running. Yeah. I mean, that, that long lean frame. Oh, yeah, Miles Jack, Jack yeah. yeah. I didn't realize that they were this good. Yeah. Yes, they're Jacksonville. They're good because I don't watch them for a whole quarter at a time. No, they still put a curtain or a tarp up in the upper deck right. of the end zone right. in their home just, stadium. I never bought it. This team's good. They and are. But now here's the question, Trent, yeah. because the first day of the uh, of the NFL's new season, I think it's March the 14th, they, if if Blake Bortles is still on the roster, his contract is guaranteed at $19 million next year. Mm-hmm. You know how important a quarterback is? I thought he played well yesterday. I think the decision that seemed like a no-brainer for the longest time, that there's no way in hell Blake Bortles is going to be back next year. I think that this is really going to cause them some angst here uh, between now and that point because... He, can can you go in a different direction after Bortles took you to the AFC Championship game yesterday? Threw for almost 300 yards. He did. He didn't turn it over no, at all in the playoffs. No, no. All three playoff games. Think no interceptions. That. Blake One, Bortles. Blake Bortles. That's been the bugaboo. Mm-hmm. And it seems like he's a guy that the team rallies around. Did you Did you get that sense? Yeah, that this is my quarterback type of thing, yeah, and yeah, yeah, they were tuning out all the not Tio crying about it. But right, right, right. It's my quarterback, um, Chris Sims. They made a big deal out of uh, Phil Sims' kid, Chris, who played at Texas. Of course, had a yeah. He was in the NFL for a while. He's yeah, never yeah. he was never gonna you know light the league on fire. But he was a big detractor, and there was a lot of arrows shot his way from Jacksonville players uh, this past couple of weeks leading into this game. I don't know. I mean, it's. It, <sighs> To me, he's a he's never going to be a top ten quarterback. No, but is he good enough for nineteen million dollars? Because that's the going rate. I mean, yeah, it's the going rate. You know, there there's the the Brad Johnson, the Trent Dilfer. You mm-hmm. know, these kind of things. Bortle is in that realm. Would top... you rather have him or Nick Foles going forward? Yeah, Bortles. Would you? Yeah, but Foles played his ass off yesterday. He did. He played really well. That run pass option was yeah. The Vikings had no answer for that. Well, let's let's spend some time on the Vikings. Mm-hmm. Um, let's do that now. Save a few minutes for the recap, the hoops from over the weekend again. Dylan Mons at twelve forty. Trent, I'll, I got to be honest with you. Down the field, seven zip. Uh, Rudolph completely wide open, blown coverage. Uh, you're seeing Eagles uh, defensive players screaming into one another, trying to get into uh, lined up properly. They weren't. Um, they get the ball back. They're moving the ball again. And then I think it was Graham that got to that, that got to Keenum. Or was it Chris Long? It was Long. It, it was, was Long, long yeah. right? It yeah. was Chris Long that got him in the sternum with his left hand and in the shoulder or, or just brushed his throwing arm, uh, causing the ball to you know lose all trajectory and mm-hmm. get picked off. And we saw what would happen. 
pick six, seven, seven. I still think at that point that the Vikings are okay. I yeah, mean, they're, they're, yeah. they're, they're controlling the play up until this point. Bad break, it's going to happen, right? A guy made a play, and, and we see the result. Biggest play to me, biggest play to me, Vikings are down 14-7. Still a good football game. Yep. Vikings taking the ball down the field. Third down and, I don't know what it was, eight from about the 15-yard line. And the tight end, not Rudolph, the other one, 89, was forced to, he was going to block... Barnett, Derek Barnett, who had a ton of sacks at Tennessee. He wasn't really I don't think he's had the rookie year that a lot of people thought. I really liked him coming out of college. He he gets a he gets a, a hit on Keenum, coughs up the football. Chris Long again. Yes. Uh covers covers the ball. So instead of either 14-14 or field goal, you have to assume at Kai Four. I know it's actually we're talking about a Vikings kicker here, so maybe you never assume. But Kai Forbath makes the kick. Worst case scenario, it's 14-10. You feel like it's a ball game, Trent. Yes, absolutely. And at that time, you figure you kick off. And Philly's probably going to slow play it, and you're going to go into halftime about mm-hmm. like that. Instead, yeah, you don't get the points. Nope. Oh well, let's take a shot. They take a shot, mm-hmm. and then get the ball back. Well, the Vikings and that was out- Ertz, right? They took a shot down the left side to Ertz. Yeah. I want to say for that long game, yeah, 30, 40, the, something nobody yards. around him. Nobody. Jesus, just a blowing coverage over there. Then you couple that. Well, now we're down two scores. We have to get something on the board here. Give it right back. They get a field goal. Mm-hmm. I, you talk about a swing. That's what uh, at least a thirteen point swing yep. in the game. Yep. And the Eagles get the ball back to start they, the second yeah, half because that's why I'm sure that second possession they said we got to get something. The Eagles yep. are going to get, and the game flipped right there. It, it, was, it was over. It was over. Yep. I was, thought the same thing. And at halftime, twenty four seven. Now they were up seventeen the week before. We've seen comebacks. Did you have any hope no, for the Vikings? I didn't, Trent, I thought I thought the momentum was wearing green all day long. I thought that the Eagles. From the pick six forward, and then the the strip, the Barnett, the Barnett strip sack. I thought that there's, there, it, it's over. Yeah. And then, um, subsequently, you know, as you pointed out, after the strip sack and what happened, um, I, I did think that, and as it turned out, it's meaningless, right? And Zimmer, I think, is going to. He would have caught a lot of flack, in my opinion. Instead of the Thielen touchdown that was taken off the board, mm-hmm. don't you kick a field goal there? Make it 21 you because three, you, the, right. the chances of getting three touchdowns, three two-point conversions. It's not going to happen. Unless you're the New England Patriots. Who even kicked a field goal. I mean, because they, they only did. needed two they because did. they were willing yeah. to kick that field goal. It made down it, 19. It was 28-12. So 28-12. Yeah, down 16. Down oh, 19. Down 19. Down yeah. 19. Down 19. Yep. Take the points yep. when you have it. Yeah. I, I mean, I get it. It almost felt like a lost cause at that time. It just it was it was not their day. But you got to give yourself a chance. Got to give yourself a chance. Would have given you a chance. Collect maybe a little pressure starts to build on. Mm-hmm. You get a three and out, and you can get that momentum. And and I know there's people out there that don't believe in momentum. I still do. I've watched enough sports. Momentum's a thing. I know you can't quantify it. Was, it. it was wearing green yesterday, Trent. Look it what happened. Was. I mean, look at the end of the half. You don't believe that no. momentum is a thing in sports. Sorry, it just is. Yeah, that Eagles crowd was crazy too, oh. were they not? Boy, they were full throat and, yesterday. And I mean, you talk about the greatest of troll jobs doing the skull chant yeah, and changing it to foals. Yeah. So good. What were his let me let me pull up his numbers really quick because he was unbelievable. Yeah, twenty six out of thirty three, three touchdowns, three hundred fifty two yards. He was sacked once, and it was Daniil Hunter that got him, right? Yeah, yeah it was Daniil yeah. Hunter, the one sack that he gave up. 26 of 33 for 352, three TDs, no picks. So, 
I, I have the numbers here, how he finished off. I see I got to scroll through my likes and see if I can find uh... and, and where's this Vikings, the, the vaunted yeah, yeah. Vikings defense? Harrison Smith was out of sync all day long. Mm-hmm. He really and truly was. Trey Wayans, likewise. Um, Terrence Newman, who has to have played his final game in his career. The linebackers were so good. Uh, there was no pressure on full. And I get it. The Eagles line is really good. But they're without their best player. Uh, and Jason Peters up for the year, the left tackle. But they could not pressure at all, fellas. Again, one sack in that football game for that Mike Zimmer defense, who in back-to-back weeks was carved up, Trent. Yeah. Look at the last... Well, basically, second half of the divisional Saints, game. Yep. And for the final six quarters, quarters yeah. of the Viking season was not good defensively. This is the number one defense in football. Now, I don't know what it was. Are they are they tired? Is there yeah. something there we don't know? But, man, they did not hold up their end of the bargain last night. Well, one thing we uh, did know, reading between the lines, when we had Paul Allen on on Friday, that Adam Thielen wasn't yeah. fully himself. Mm-hmm. The but, other thing, too, and I thought about this during the game, is when... Polly told us that the team really didn't bounce back until middle of practice on Thursday. Mm-hmm. Mid-practice on Thursday, yes. they were still, and when practice started, he thought that they were still celebrating the Minneapolis miracle. And boy, it got a ton of run this past week, did it yes. not? It really and truly did. Um, it, it's hard to escape it. It's, it's hard to escape it. Um, and somebody pointed out a number of people, well, so much for that. It's meaningless, blah, blah, blah. This play is going to be forgotten. Um, a longtime NFL guy. You know what his response was? Anybody were still talking about the Immaculate Reception? They uh-huh. lost the next week. They lost the next week. <laughs> yes. The Minneapolis Miracle will never be forgotten <laughs> just because it did not go uh, go well, go their way uh, in the next game. Last thing before we get our break, uh-huh. uh, we talked about the decision Blake Bortles has to make. The Vikings have three quarterbacks, none of whom, none of whom are under contract to come back next year. Yeah, Handicap that race, Trent Condon. We're going to spend a lot of time this oh, offseason yes, until are. it plays itself out. I know what I would do. If Kirk Cousins is real, the Vinny Iyer So told you us don't that like last... any of these three. You want to bring one I in. I like Cousins more than the other three options. Do you? I'll take door number four. Mm. If that number four. It's not just free. Boy, he's going to have options, isn't he? It's I Kirk mean, Cousins. He is going. If the Redskins the let vo- him walk. The Vikings I... have a ton of cap room. And they got a ton. They've ton got a of ton capital. of talent too. Kirk Cousins, yeah, Midwest guy. Mm-hmm. You, you know how people still love Tommy Kramer up there. Tommy Kramer, <laughs> number nine. Yes, he was. He was a nice quarterback. Yeah, it's Tommy Kramer. So you're so you're going to door number four. I'm going to, to door hell with four. Bridgewater, Bradford, or Keenum. You don't yes. like any. Do, do you bring one of them back? Yes, Keenum can be his backup. Keenum can be his backup. Keenum can be the backup. Because you know he's going to get a huge yes, race. Yeah, yeah I, mean, I don't know it, if you can afford both of those You can't afford two. both of them, no. I'm going out. Okay, so let's say Cousin signs. Let's say he stays in Washington. Okay, let's yeah. simplify it. Yep. Stays in Washington. Then what are you doing? <laughs> still Case Keenum. Is it? It's still Case Keenum. Bradford, he can't trust. He, he can't stay healthy. Yeah, but he's he, the most talented. He that's can't why stay healthy. he's my guy. I know it. I know it. He can't. You're right. He's had an, he's had even going back to Oklahoma for yes. crying out loud. Where did he get hurt? BYU for the first time. Didn't he snap his shoulder? I think it was at BYU. Okay, I'm pretty sure. Um, but you're right. He's always hurt. He's the most talented yes. of the three. He's more talented than Case Keenum. Yes, Teddy Bridgewater. You don't know. You don't know. You don't know. And there's a lot of people out there that that claim to know Mike Zimmer that say Zimmer is loyal and they expect Teddy Bridgewater. To be the guy 
next year. You're going to hand the keys of this team that is this close to a guy you don't know if he can play mm. in an NFL game? Come on. You can't do that. You can't do that. Yeah. It's a great story. You feel bad for the kid. Mm-hmm. But we know this organization, Ken. Yeah. You're, you're going to... I know. 1998, oh. 2009, now add 2018 onto the heap, and that doesn't include the four losing Super Bowls. Don't forget about 1987 against the Redskins and Daryl Green. And yeah. The drop pass from yeah. Darren Nelson. On and on and on. And the Super Bowl from the 70s. Yeah. yeah. Do you remember what happened to the Washington Redskins team in 87? They won pretty handily mm-hmm. against a team wearing blue and orange. Yeah. 10 nothing Denver <laughs> after the first quarter. I'm thinking, oh my God, it's over. Those the Super Bowl, those uh, miserable Sundays are going to beat Doug Williams, who's been a black quarterback all his life, as we found we, out. We on did Super find Bowl that week. out. Oh, are you are you ready for Media Day, Ken? <laughs> oh, or a week away. Oh boy, oh boy. Well, the uh, teams are set. We'll talk a lot about it. Of course, the home of the Super Bowl. If you can't be in front of your TV or driving, the Super Bowl plays here on seventeen hundred KBGG. We'll take a timeout. Dylan Mont's twelve forty. So we'll do a lot of Iowa State, Texas Tech, and Iowa State, Texas in about thirteen minutes. I guess in our brief segment that we have, and that's all it deserves because we'll save. We'll do, do save Iowa it. after the timeout. Yeah. It's the Ken Miller Show, seventeen hundred KBGG. The Kansas City Chiefs play here. 1700 KBGG. Hey guys, Trent Condon here again from 1700 KBGG. We made it. A new year upon us. A happy 2018. No lot of people have New Year's resolutions, things you want to improve upon. But a lot of times you need help. If better health is one of your goals in 2018, I have a place for you that has helped me. It's New Leaf Wellness. New Leaf Wellness has built a strong history helping one patient at a time. They'll make a program specifically designed for you from weight loss, hormonal treatment, maybe it's migraines, so many things that New Leaf Wellness can help you with in 2018. What I want you to do, give them a call today, 515-650-1358. At 650-1358. Give them a call. Let's feel better together. It's New Leaf Wellness, 650-1358. If you're a small business, first impressions can make all the difference. With Grasshopper, you get all the features of a professional business phone system on your mobile phone. Choose a business phone number, make calls, and send texts. Stay connected and work from anywhere with features like Wi-Fi calling and our desktop app. Set up your account in minutes with no long-term contracts and 24-7 customer support. Make your small business big. Now get $20 off your first month when you visit grasshopper.com slash radio. That's grasshopper.com slash radio. Dr. Pepper Snapple Group is now filling Des Moines area positions. Dr. Pepper Snapple Group is hiring full-time merchandisers to provide high-quality merchandising support for Dr. Pepper Snapple Group brands to retail stores within an assigned territory. Apply online at dpsg.com slash careers. That's dpsg.com slash careers. Or click the link on their website. Join the Dr. Pepper team and receive a $500 sign-on bonus. Wouldn't you like to be a Pepper too? Dr. Pepper Snapple Group, an equal opportunity employer. As a bee emoji, there's nothing I love more than a strong shot of nectar. But getting behind the wheel when you're buzzed? That makes me want to sting. Drive sober and make zero fatalities your goal in Iowa. 
My name is Natasha, and I'm with Coleman Greater Iowa. We've been teaming up with Iowa Wild for five years now to host Pink in the Ring. If you've never been, this is the year. Join us at Wells Fargo Arena on Saturday, February 10th. We'll have lots of giveaways and a silent auction. If you're brave enough, you can get your head shaved or color your hair pink. After the game, don't miss the live jersey auction where you could take home your favorite player's jersey. So come on out Saturday, February 10th at 6 p.m. Wear your pink and help us raise money for life-saving services in our area. For more information and to buy your tickets, go to homeingreateriowa.org. See you there. You don't need more sports, but you want more sports. Rockstar Satellite can fix that with free next-day installation on DirecTV. Call Rockstar Satellite, 515-262-STAR. Call today for next-day installation, 515-262-STAR. Washer Systems of Iowa, blasting grime and saving you time. At Washer Systems of Iowa, we have an experienced factory trained service department and will work on any American-made pressure washer. Washer Systems of Iowa featuring Mighty M Industrial Pressure Washers. Mighty M, built in Iowa, number one in Iowa. And the presenting sponsor for you and I, head coach Ben Jacobson, each Monday on 1700. Washer Systems of Iowa. Visit their showroom at 6050 Northeast 14th Street in Des Moines, or online, washersystems.com. You ever wonder what you look like with a full, natural head of hair? Well, find out. Mr. Executive lets you try before you buy. Get real hair again and a lease with options. Mr. Executive offers a 90-day lease for just $200. At the end of 90 days, if you decide to keep your new hair, the initial investment goes toward the purchase price. Look, don't spend any more money on potions and lotions that don't work. Check the latest in hair replacement online at mrexecutive.com or call 274-4049. Mr. Executive, 70th and University in Windsor Heights. Villaggio Italian Restaurant brings real homemade Italian to you. Fantastic food, great service, and an elegant vibe that feels like home. All your favorites from the original in Norwalk and an expanded menu with the newest location on 100th Street in Urbandale. Plus, one of the best happy hours in the metro from 3 to 6 each weekday. When you're thinking Italian, make it Villaggio. Pizza, pasta, sandwiches, and more. Two locations, Sunset Drive in Norwalk and 100th Street in Urbandale. Villaggio Italian Restaurant. Here we go. Back to Iowa's only local sports show over your lunch hour. Here's Ken and Trent. All right, welcome back. Ken Little Show, 1700 KBGG. Dylan Monson, about 10 minutes. We will uh, look back to the uh, Cyclones' really gutty win over uh, Texas Tech this past week, especially when you consider just how terrible Trent they looked uh, in Fort Worth early in the week and here comes a top 10 team and I know there's a, a major injury on the team but Chris Beard's a hell of a coach mm-hmm. um, and, and Iowa State never gave him a chance no no love got, those games got out early yes and, they did and coasted I mean they, they couldn't really coast because you're Texas Tech and mm-hmm. the way they defend Cameron Lard my god he's a beast yeah he's real he's Isn't so he much something? fun to watch I agree with you he's just he's still he's grown into his role he, he's going to mm-hmm. be a major major pain in the you know what before his days at Iowa State are done and and I remember talking to people that saw him practice last year he can shoot it from the outside you know we haven't seen that part of his game the stretch four if you will maybe that's another component that mm-hmm. will develop going into next year there's there's a lot of upside there. Yeah, no a doubt about it. A lot of upside. No doubt about it. Is there in uh, Iowa City, Trent? I'm not sure that there is. And, and you know what? Hats off to Dan Dockich for, in my opinion, telling it like it is and needed to be said. He he didn't hold. And he never does. And by right, the way, he's right. got the game tomorrow night, too. Oh, great. Um, 
He he didn't hold back on a, on a day that you said it on Friday. That's the reason you thought I was got a chance mm-hmm. in this basketball game because of the emotions that are going to be at Carver. The places banged out. It was nice to see uh, that those seats were filled and they and they showed up to see for two reasons because they you know they were wanted to remember Chris Street on the twenty fifth anniversary. They, uh, the university did a great job putting that piece together. Rick Brown, who narrated it uh, and wrote the piece that uh, appeared on the video screen, is going to join us about one thirty uh, today to talk about that and, and, of course, the book. But um, the product on the floor, Trent, uh, and I know Purdue is good. I mean, good they there. are so, so good. Yeah, um, Edwards, Carson Edwards, is just he's a remarkable player, and he's not alone. Um, but Iowa, Trent, other than Luca Garza? Yeah. He was playing hard. Yeah, I mean, he gets he gets uh, punched in the nose, or you know, he he's on the floor and he's got blood. I'm surprised to let him back on the floor as yeah. quickly as they did, but um, he was good. But other than that, Trent, where was the rest of his team uh, in that basketball game? Well, and that's the thing in this game. This season has gone so far south. It's not just uh, they're struggling a little bit; they're bad. Mm-hmm. It was a bad basketball And Dockage team. said that he doesn't see any togetherness on this team. Right. And it, and it makes you wonder what is happening there inside the locker mm-hmm. room. They don't have leadership. Nope. They don't have a senior. Don Mule is a senior. Yeah, but he's not. He can't lead. No, no. They, they gave him some run yeah. because you're pushing any button trying to hope. You don't have that senior guy. You don't have, well, what we saw with Jock. Mm-hmm. He wasn't a demonster of leader. He's not grabbing nope. people. but. But he was a guy that you could follow. Even Marble. I mean, yes. Marble in his final month of his career. This is a guy, and followed that up, Aaron White, the next year that took that now, team White, on. White Zach Howler. McCabe, two years back, yes. before, a year before Marble. He even, mm-hmm. as a senior, was, you know, get on my back. My career's about to end. Let's go as far as we can. Eric May did that. Eric May, <laughs> yes. Eric May. Gaten's early mm-hmm. in, in the tenure. They don't have that. And it's a big component. I guess bigger... Bigger than either of us thought about before the season began. But to Saturday, that effort in that game. Lack of, you should have said. Yeah. You know, the old adage when your parents tell you, I'm not mad at you, I'm just disappointed. Yeah, that's good. That's good. I was disappointed. Mm -hmm. I I was, but I was also mad. I I was really upset. Uh, I don't get upset about sporting events much anymore. I get frustrated, you know, I holler at the team. It just ticked me off. Iowa basketball, on a day like that, 25 years later, I, it hit me in a frustration level that I hadn't felt in a long time. Mm-hmm. And we were out we were out to lunch with some uh, friends, so I didn't get to hear Dockage's commentary. In a way, I want to go back. In a way, I don't want to have to go back and actually watch the product on the floor. But there's no way that should happen. Trent, and, they're down 31 after 20 minutes at home in front of 15,000-plus. Down 31 and it's yeah, they shot the ball well. Where's the effort? Guard. Where where right. is the want? They shot thirty three threes. You know what? They're going to shoot the three. Come on out and guard them. And I know a lot of people want to put this on Fran McCaffrey, and there are plenty of arrows to sling his way. Mm-hmm. But there needs to be a few that goes to the player. Yeah, we don't want to rip on college kids. You know what? This isn't about a kid's not talented enough. This isn't making fun of little lick. He's out on the floor. That was mm-hmm. his father's fault that he was out right, there. Right. I thought it went too far. But you're an athlete. You're a Division One athlete. Where's the care? Where's the want? That's Especially missing. on that day. On that day. It can't happen. I mean, Th- Matt this Painter... was not a Fran McCaffrey one to be. This is on the kids. Yeah. You, you got you to have, there's got to be something inside of you 
that's not going to allow that. You heard the stories. If that doesn't hit you emotionally in a way right. where you're going to have some kind of fortitude to go out there and give effort, that's on the kids. Mm-hmm. There, there's only so much Fran can say before a game. There's True, only so but much. it's got to this point, and I think he's clearly is. There's there's something that the public doesn't know that's happened in a locker room yeah. on a trip. You know, practice. I don't know. Uh, there's something that we're going to find out that 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 is. I don't know if it's solely to blame. Trent, they're down 31 at that. And here's the thing about Matt Painter. He called off the dogs halfway through the yeah. second half. They got won by 50. They could have won by 50. So about 120 to 60. It, it was awful, Trent. It was awful. No, they wouldn't have got 60 because they still would have been playing defense at that point. <laughs> it's true. It's true. Oh, just an embarrassing, embarrassing effort. And how does this get any better? It doesn't. It doesn't. They're, they're... I thought that they, we talked about this last week. We both thought that they would win some games just because the bottom of the damn Big Ten is so bad. Yeah. They've been down. This number floored me. They have been down by 17 or more in every Big Ten game. That's sick. Every... Where did you see that? Dr. Man, I think, tweeted it out. Is that right? Every... There's no excuse for that. I mean, the worst of the Northwestern teams. They played eight, and they've been down 17 uh, in Rick, every... Ricky Birdsong Northwestern teams weren't down 17 in every <laughs> single game they right. played. That's, mm. that's, there's more, more than this just their This is historically bad. This is. I really believe it is. They're one and seven right now. Mm, mm, mm. No effort, no heart shown on Saturday whatsoever. Now, we did see some on display um Right after that in Hilton Coliseum, and we'll talk about that with Dylan Mons when we come back after being embarrassed as they were at TCU. Um, What an effort by Iowa State as they pick off, what were they, eight? Texas Tech was eight coming into it? That's how you respond after a bad effort. They certainly did. Uh, And they play tonight. They're on the road in Austin. Take on Texas at 6 o'clock. ESPNU has that one. Dylan Mons on the Cyclones next. Trent and I are here until 2 o'clock. It's the Ken Miller Show on 1700 KBGG. You found your home for real sports talk for real sports fans. 1700 KBGG. The Rookie is Central Iowa's leader in sports cards, collectibles, supplies, and memorabilia. The Rookie has a large selection of vintage and modern-day sports cards for brands such as Topps, Upper Deck, and Panini. Whether you're starting a new collection or building your own, The Rookie has all your needs from football, basketball, baseball, hockey, UFC, and more. It's time to collect. Stop by The Rookie, 9992 Swanson Boulevard, right across from the Willis Auto Campus, and online at TheRookieSportsCards.com. If you're a small business, first impressions can make all the difference. With Grasshopper, you get all the features of a professional business phone system on your mobile phone. Choose a business phone number, make calls, and send texts. Stay connected and work from anywhere with features like Wi-Fi calling and our desktop app. Set up your account in minutes with no long-term contracts and 24-7 customer support. Make your small business big. Now get $20 off your first month when you visit grasshopper.com slash radio. That's grasshopper.com slash radio. Hello, I'm Mike Lindell, inventor of MyPillow. My employees and I would like to thank you for making MyPillow possible. Years ago when I invented MyPillow, I thought I was the only one out there with problems sleeping. Pillows would go flat, I'd flip-flop all night or wake up with a sore neck or headache. So that's why I invented MyPillow. You can adjust my pillow's patented fill to your exact individual needs to help you get to sleep faster and stay there longer to get the quality sleep you need. 
I back it with my 10-year warranty and my 60-day money-back guarantee. And now to thank you, I'm bringing back my best offer ever. Buy one of my MyPillows and get another one absolutely free. Go to MyPillow.com or call 800-951-4694 and use promo code Des Moines to buy a MyPillow and get another absolutely free. That's MyPillow.com or call 800-951-4694 and use promo code Des Moines. 1700 KBGG is your home for high school sports. Check out it here. Join me Tuesdays with Tip-Off Tuesdays and Fridays on Fast Break Fridays here on 1700 KBGG. Play-by-play action with girls, boys, doubleheaders, and high school wrestling taking the airwaves during these cold winter months. It all culminates with the state wrestling tournament from Wells Fargo Arena, along with the girls and boys state basketball tournaments. Your home for high school sports in Central Iowa. 1700 KBGG. You can help plant the seeds of hope in the heartland. Imagine how an at-risk child's life can change when one small act of kindness leads to an entirely different path. Wildwood Hills Ranch is transforming the lives of at-risk children, one heart and one child at a time, through year-round character, leadership, and teamwork training. Frederick Douglass was right. It is better to build strong children than repair broken men. Help forge a path by sponsoring an at-risk child today. Learn more by visiting wildwoodhillsranch.org. Since 1993, Wolf Construction has been Des Moines' choice for residential and commercial roofing. From complete re-roofing to small leaks, call Wolf Construction at 225-8866 for your roofing needs. Call 225-8866 to set up your roofing consultation or online at wolfconstruction.net. That's wolfconstruction.net for Wolf Construction. A-plus rating from the Better Business Bureau. wolfconstruction.net. Well, it's that time of year again, tax time. Not all tax firms are the same. Hi, this is Mike Hammond, owner of Advantage Financial and Tax Services located in West Des Moines. Not only am I a tax pro, but a certified financial planner as well. We can discuss tax savings ideas and financial services when we meet. We are not a chain and offer local and personalized service. Give us a try. Visit AdvantageIowa.com or call 440-1133. Advantage Financial and Tax Services. Cap is back. Flag Guy here. We're proud to sponsor the foremost expert on all things Chicago, Dave Kaplan, weekly here on the Ken Miller Show. While Cap has the behind the scenes on your favorite Chicago sports team, we have the flags, Bears, Bulls, Blackhawks, Sox, Cubs. We've got them all. Northwestern, too. I guess they kind of count. Check out our Chicago flags and a whole lot more online at heartlandflags.com. And peep the retail store, too. 3719 Southwest 9th, Des Moines. Real sports talk for real sports fans. Back to Miller and Condon on 1700 KBGG. All right, welcome back. It's the Ken Miller Show, 1700 KBGG. Trent Conant and myself taking you up until 2 o'clock in the 1 o'clock hour. We will head to the desert, go inside the numbers, Jason Symbol, CG Technology, and then more on uh, on the Chris Street passing, the 25th anniversary. For We'll um, have Rick Brown on. Look forward to that. He wrote the book, Emotion in Motion, and uh, did the uh, tribute, the halftime tribute on the video board, wrote and narrated it. We'll uh, talk to Rick about that. 
that. Right now, let's talk about Iowa State. They're on the road tonight. They take on Texas and Austin after last Wednesday's just uh, disappointing effort against TCU. This is how you bounce back, and they certainly did that and more. Cameron Lard was unbelievable. Zoran Talley, his last two games have been uh, where we need to see more of those, uh, and maybe we will. Uh, Dylan Mons, Ames Tribune, AmesTrib.com to read Dylan and uh, all the staff over there. Dylan Trenton, Ken, thanks for coming on. Uh, that's what you call a bounce back, uh, Dylan Mons, after that embarrassing effort in Fort Worth uh, earlier last week. Yeah, it really was, and uh, I don't necessarily know if it, if it surprised me necessarily that they came out and played better, but to the degree in which they did, uh, both offensively and defensively, I thought was really impressive, just kind of given um, you know, a lot has been made of the lack of energy and things like that in Fort Worth, and I think it was apparent from the tip uh, against the Horned Frogs, and they never really recovered. Even when they kind of made that spurt, uh, TCU came back and, and kind of shut the door on them. But against Texas Tech, I thought Iowa State was energetic from from that opening tip. Uh, like you said, Cameron Mard was doing it on both ends of the floor, really impressive there, and every everybody kind of contributed to that win, and all the pieces kind of fit together. So. I think that was probably the most encouraging, encouraging thing, whether it was Texas Tech or not, just to see kind of that energy come back into him was, was a good thing. So uh, we get to see Zeron Talley, a lot of the hope that a lot of people had for him, stress fracture this year in the foot, uh, maybe some other rough moments that have happened with uh, a couple of things along the way, but you can see a lot of talent to this mm-hmm. kid. They have him for another season after this. Is he going to be a big plans here down the stretch of Big 12 play in your mind? Yeah, I think he could be, and part of his thing is, you're right, Trent, I think uh, the stress fracture in his foot obviously set him back a little bit. He was about out for about five or six weeks, and even when he came back, uh, he was able to play right away, but there's there's a time adjustment and period that has to take place for you to kind of get your wind back and you get your feet underneath you again and try to find some consistency, and uh, he talked about that after the game, actually, to a couple of reporters. Uh, the, just the inconsistency had been frustrating for him, Obviously, uh, the stress fracture was frustrating, and he didn't play at all in Iowa State's home game against Baylor. And he said that uh, as he was walking back towards the locker room, Jamie Pollard kind of pulled him off to the side and said, hey, keep your head up. Your, your time's mm-hmm. going to come. You're going to have an impact on this team. And uh, I think that's kind of what kind of has helped keep him in focus. He talked about Pollard. He talked about the other uh, coaching staff members just kind of keeping him in his ear, like, stay positive, stay in it, and it'll pay off. And it really did against Texas Tech. He was really impressive, I thought. Yeah, there's no doubt. I mean, there, there's 20 minutes a game for him, I, I have to think, especially, you know, the way he's played the last two games. You know who I – he didn't jump off. I mean, he was, he didn't score a lot. In fact, I'm not even sure Solomon Young scored. Let me pull up the box here. Um Two points. But you know what? It was, it was, his game was so much more than that this past week. Well, he didn't have to chip in offensively in Saturday. He was as active on the glass as I've seen him in a long time at both ends of the floor, offensively and defensively. Sure, his scoring wasn't maybe where you know he would like it to have been, but he was doing other things against Texas Tech. And I think that's probably the big thing that the prone talks to these guys is we have a few guys that can be scorers. Some guys are just going to have to play different roles and um, you know, it, it doesn't matter if you score two points or no points. If you're active, like you said, on both ends of the floor, if you're altering shots or at least making things tougher, that's that's going to end up being just as good as points if other guys are scoring because you're keeping them from scoring. So it's it just, I think, uh, you know, maybe what they're asking Solomon to do more now a little bit that Cameron Lard has emerged is, is kind of been around the basket for. And then obviously if 
uh, Nick Weatherback hit some shots, and Donovan Jackson, Lindell Wigginson, all the other scores. And as Darren Talley can, can kind of, uh, you know, chip in, you know, five, six, seven, eight points a game. Uh, I think uh, some of his numbers won't be there scoring-wise, but he can certainly, with his big, big body and big frame, uh, be a presence around the low basket offensively and defensively trying to get those rebounds. All right, now look to tonight. Texas saw them a couple weeks ago as the night of the national championship game, if I remember correctly. Osikowski went off. He had 25 in that game. Uh, different I like kind of, him. Yeah, I, I, I knew you like yeah, him. Yeah, I like him. You uh, see a different kind of game plan in there going up against this squad and, and a different look, obviously, without Andrew Jones out mm-hmm. there for the Longhorns. Yeah, I think uh, it's going to come down to two things. Can they come out with the energy they did at home against Texas Tech and not have a repeat of DCU? And uh, can they defend the three-point line? Because that Ostrowski kid uh, from Texas really kind of made him pay and just was getting really anything he wants and had a couple finishes around the basket there late in the game, too. So can they find a way to buckle down defensively? Can Solomon Young, like we were just talking about, uh, make, the thing, make things hard inside for him? Can the guard kind of... Uh, you know, put pressure and, you know, not really allow those easy, easy looks. So I think that's probably uh, one of the biggest things uh, for them in this game, just kind of after um, what they saw from Texans last time. Uh, is this a team, I mean, look, every it's the, it's the Big 12. It's, it's, it's an incredibly deep conference. Um, they're still looking to, to find themselves on the road. And you just kind of t- touched on a little bit. If they, you know, they carry over what they did on Saturday, that would go a long way. But we're still looking for this team to take some strides on the road. They played well at Kansas uh, for the first 37 minutes or so. They were very much in that basketball game. But the road has not been kind to them so far. Yeah, they've been able to win at home, obviously, these last couple times. They won neutral site games uh, at Wells Fargo Arena in Myrtle Beach. Uh, but it's just those true road environments that have really been kind of uh, – they just haven't been able to get over the hump in some of them. They've been close at Kansas. They were close at Oklahoma State. They were close. Uh, so, I mean, they're putting themselves in positions uh, most of the time with, with PC, obviously, excluded. Uh, but I think it's, it's – as with any team, I think you just have to find, little by little, you learn how to how to do things. You learn how to win on the road, and that's kind of a cliche, I guess. But when you have as many newcomers and as many young guys as, as they have, it's true. Uh, winning at home is, is way different than trying to win on the road just because the environments are, are so different. So I think that's probably the next step. Put yourself in a position to, to win uh, with three, three or so minutes to go and then find ways to close it out, and that's where... Um, those guards will have to be so big for him because that's kind of uh, where that scoring load is going to come from, where that leadership is going to come from. All right, so I've been crunching numbers here. Dylan. That's dangerous. They get to 7-11. and 11. With the win against Tennessee, their RPI will be in the top 70. And, and Tennessee's at Hilton, right? It is at Hilton. Yep. Seven wins. Uh, there's going to be upsets in there. There's going to be good wins. And the RPI will be where? About 70. Okay. Can we go to Kansas City with hope, not that they have to win the whole dang thing, but hope that with a win or two, maybe we could at least see this team in Dayton. Am I being crazy, Dylan? Yeah, I think it's, it's really interesting. <laughs> at the uh, I, I think I think there's still probably a, an extreme long shot, even if they do rattle off some wins here. But uh, with college basketball, you never know. I probably uh, would say they're they're. They put themselves in, the, in a hole that's going to be a little bit too much to climb out of. But, mm-hmm. you know, I, it's, it's fun to think about those things for sure. I think, uh, you know, weird things happen. I mean, the Big 12, if they go to the Kansas City, win a game, get 
you know, win two games, uh, they're, they're certainly in the conversation. If their RPI does get up to 70, so it, I think it's it's fun certainly to talk about those things. Uh, I'm sure you were in the press conference, uh, Brom's press conference after the game. Did the uh, large technical come up? That's back-to-back nights. It, it looks on the surface like it's ticky-tack. At the same time, it's apparent now that the that the referees are not going to go for this. Um, he's an emotional player, and that's what uh, motivates uh, the the way he plays the game. He's got to keep it in check, Dylan. He he just it, it's it's apparent they're not going to let him get away with it. Um, is is he? Willing to, I guess, uh, to move past that and, and to try and, you know, um, keep his emotions in check. Yeah, he's going to have to, which is, is kind of too bad because, I, you know, whether it's him or whether it's any other player, the emotion, I think, is, is what makes it fun. So it's kind of too bad. And, you know, maybe he's saying something I don't know either. Uh, to me, they do look a little bit ticky-tacky. But uh, now with two and two straight games, that, or one and two straight games each, uh, that's kind of something... Uh, they have to rein in a little bit. Obviously, they're, they're calling things a certain way. He's kind of um, his name is associated with that now a little bit. So, uh, as as tough as it might be to kind of rein that in, he's going to have to because um, you know now they could be looking for, like I said. But I think uh, you know the emotion's good, but uh, you also have to probably take a workmanlike approach to it. And I think that's kind of what Steve Prom has has uh, been preaching to him or talking to him about is you know. Keep it in check. Do do your job, and you know you can go celebrate in the locker room after the game. One more, we'll let you go on a football note. Brock Purdy, a quarterback that they are recruiting very hard. Thirty seconds, Dylan. What can you tell us on the football side of things? Looking for a new quarterback. Yeah, and then Brock Purdy is. Uh, I, I'm sure I would say really high on him. That an Alabama offer. I think he's going to be visiting there pretty soon. Uh, he visited Boise State. He's going to visit UCF. Um, I, I think the staff really, really likes him from uh, some of the people I've talked to. Uh, he's, uh, and I think he's another 2018 kid, so he joined Real Mitchell in the signing class. So I think now with still some uncertainty with Kyle Kemp, obviously, uh, they just want some depth back there. They want to take in uh, four, maybe five scholarship quarterbacks, depending on how things shake out. So he's going to be good depth, but I think Iowa State really, really likes him, and obviously he's in good company to try to lock him up. Kemp decision perhaps this week? That's that's the hope I think. Uh, you know, there's with the NCAA, it's, it's you never know. But I think um, we should hopefully be hearing something this week. Good stuff, Dylan. We'll talk to you on uh, Friday. We'll preview that uh, Big Twelve SEC tilt as Tennessee uh, pays a visit to Hilton. Thank you, Dylan. Appreciate it. Yeah, thanks, guys. Take care. Good to talk to you, Dylan Mons, Ames Tribune. AmesTrib.com is where you can uh, read Dillamonts and Travis Hines and everybody else. The 1 o'clock hour is next. It's the Ken Miller Show. We're on 1700 KBGG. You found your home for real sports talk for real sports fans. 1700 KBGG. I'm Jay Farner from Quicken Loans. The rate today on a 30-year fixed rate mortgage is 4.125%. APR, 4.36%. But choosing the right mortgage lender means choosing much more than just a rate. Let me ask you, does calling the company with the best client service in America, with 12 J.D. Power Awards to prove it, matter? Does calling the company that invented Rocket Mortgage, the industry's most innovative, client-focused technology, matter? Does calling the company with 17,000-plus team members who are helping to rebuild the great cities of Detroit and Cleveland matter? Of course it matters. No wonder our clients have made Quicken Loans America's number one online lender. 
Call Quicken Loans today at 800-QUICKEN or go to rocketmortgage.com for the best mortgage experience on earth. That's 800-QUICKEN. Call for cost information and conditions. Equal housing lender licensed in all 50 states. NMLSconsumeraccess.org number 3030. My number two does not look like a number two. I don't know what to call it. Is there a number three? Table for four, please. Anything close to the restroom. Ugh, a middle seat with these stomach problems? That's my fear of flying. Sound like you? If it does, you could be one of the many people with a digestive condition called exocrine pancreatic insufficiency, or EPI. Even if you don't know what EPI is, you might know the symptoms. Frequent diarrhea, gas, bloating, stomach pain. If you have even just one of these symptoms, you could still have EPI because not everybody experiences EPI the same way, which is why it's so important to open up to your doctor about all your symptoms. And the good news is EPI is manageable, so don't keep a lid on it. Go to identifyepi.com, complete the symptom checker, and use it to have a conversation with your doctor. Don't keep a lid on it. Visit identifyepi.com. Brought to you by AbbVie. Greater Des Moines Habitat for Humanity's new Restore is now open in Urbandale. Donations of home improvement items to Restore are sold to the public to support Habitat's mission of building homes, communities, and hope. So donate, shop, and volunteer at your nearest Restore on East Euclid or in Urbandale. You don't need more sports, but you want more sports. Rockstar Satellite can fix that with free next-day installation on DirecTV. Call Rockstar Satellite, 515-262-STAR. Call today for next-day installation, 515-262-STAR. When you hear Washer Systems of Iowa, you think about pressure washers. The Washer Systems of Iowa does so much more. Industrial floor care equipment, waste oil heaters, water heaters, accessories and parts, washers, used equipment, along with repair, preventative maintenance, and operator training. Selling and servicing commercial cleanup equipment for 29 years. Washer Systems of Iowa. And the presenting sponsor for you and I, Head Coach Ben Jacobson, each Monday on 1700. Visit their showroom at 6050 Northeast. 14th Street in Des Moines or online washersystems.com 1700 KBGG is the big talker in Des Moines. Keep you in the know. News, sports, and a whole lot more. 1700